0: How's it going, guys? Welcome, welcome to episode number thirty-seven of the podcast, and number two of the new brand, Lean Into Life podcast. And really excited about today's guest. It will be his hat trick appearance on the podcast. So is the first person to to get his hat trick. Um, so really enjoyed the, the two conversations we had already. I'm sure this is going to be the same. So it's none other than Alan Devan. Um, and Alan Devan Fitness is his business, ADF for short. I'm sure you've heard of him, and uh, maybe seen him on on uh, social media. Um, top man, very very knowledgeable trainer, and uh, we go back a, a good a good while now. So, as I said, he's a, a PT strength and condition coach, and more so a leader um, of people and uh, a top guy. Great mindset. So really excited to have uh, part three with him. It's been a little while since we had a chat before, and there's a lot gone on in the last uh, while. In so uh, delight to get him back on. So welcome, Alan Devan, to the Lean Into Life podcast.
1: As Chris Jericho used to say, "Welcome to Lean Into Life." Is ADF? Thanks for having <laughs> me on, Michael. My inner WWE child was screaming at me there. Like,
0: oh, I love. I, I get lost on YouTube on these WWEs. I tell I was, I was watching. What was the last day? All like some. Old school like Coco Beware and the Rockers and like uh. Bushwhackers, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> they grew like our toilet was f- filled with it in Port McGee, and I'm sure you're, you're the same. But like what we learned from it, like Jeez. I know how we didn't break our backs like tr- replicating what we saw on TV. <laughs> it's, but uh, it's, it's funny, brilliant.
0: it's funny you say like we had a, we did youth club there in Cambridge. We used to live in a pub, and, and down the road was this youth club, and we. Used, they had this dojo there, and I don't, as you said, I don't know how we didn't break each other's backs. We were doing suplexes and then off the top turnbuckles and everything, like Superfly Jimmy Snooker's, like.
1: <laughs> you know, in in a in a, in a sports day in, in Port Magee, um this young one of my classmates started laughing at me because I came last in the egg and spoon race. <laughs> I kept dropping my egg, so I pedigreed him on tiles. I don't know how the man is still talking to me, but like a pedigree, like
0: <laughs> pedigree on tiles, genius. Uh friend
1: team, Mike, but uh it's great to be on the show. i l I'm loving the, the rebrand, lean into life. Very good. Love it.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about how, how you lean into life and how um you know uh, you're a great advocate to to mindset and and, and positive thinking. As I said it's not always we're gonna be up and we're gonna talk about that as well. So um I'm gonna start with a question and it was a question that I did a bit of a there was a coaching group and uh, it was said to the group and I I liked it so I'm gonna put you on the spot here not really but uh basically it was like finish finish the sentence so it's like my greatest gift I bring is and that could be to your job to the world um so what would be Alan Devan's greatest gift that he brings to people to his clients um yeah we'll kick off with that one
1: um, I suppose my gift, Michael is without going smoke up my backside is my my energy. I think I just have 100%. bundles of energy. Uh, and generally ninety-nine percent of the time it's positive. Like um I think I've always had that kind of enthusiasm for life and that bit of zest and that kind of uh, inner child where the hyperactive child in me. So I haven't really changed much over the years with that. So it's definitely my energy. Um
0: yeah. no, I love that, love that um i don't know if you listen to the podcast i did with jack kavanagh he was the guy who had Brilliant. the spinal injury yeah
1: yeah yeah it was very very good uh he called he called us
0: a relentless optimist was it, it was a or, yeah it was an optimistic realist optimistic realist yeah it was very um, good i took it took a lot from that yeah and i i loved i loved his answer to that because it's probably what i am um i'd be an optimist you know and uh, I've, i saw something recently it was like it's not glass half full or half empty it's refillable i found that it was quite cool um, Very good. But uh, he said that obviously he had a huge trauma in his life, and he um, literally had to start learning to breathe again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um and but he he was saying, look, everyone's problems are relevant to them, and you know people have gone through trauma. Um, and then he said he said somebody could drop their iPhone and they've just bought it and it could be like traumatic for them, and that's that's do you know what yeah. I mean. And they're too different because everyone has their own journey. But the way he saw it, and he said obviously. You know he wishes he wasn't you know in a wheelchair etc sometimes and he you know not every day is happy clappy as, as he said but he has he has in his toolbox now from you know he obviously hit rock bottom and he built himself back up he finished a degree in trinity he's now doing a masters he's talking and speaking all over the, you know he did a documentary in america so he's achieved so much with the with the change of mindset that look you know, it happened to me. Is is it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not. A, it's a horrible thing. But how can I? I can either wallow and go downhill, which a lot you know, which you know can happen, or we, you know, you change this mindset. Um, so you know how? You know, I, and uh, what I like with your social media is it's very it's very real to know. This, not. This it's not filtered. If you're having a oh. shit day you're going to say you're on a shit day and you know i, I try and do the same as like you can't be up even though you're a very positive person i've known you for years you inspire me and uh, i find just being in your company raises my mood so it but you know there's times where you haven't been and you know and how do you kind of what tools do you have in your toolbox is basically the question that you have alan to uh, to help you you know try and turn that day around or that that period around
1: I suppose like it's just constant work like i'm um we're all very good for working our bodies in the gym the majority of us nowadays uh but it's constant work it's every day you have to work on your mindset as much as anything else and i find i'm doubling down on it and getting better and better like i suppose it's like a whole sphere of things like you've got to get your nutrition right number one um your water intake number two your stress levels number three. your sleep is important it's a very yeah. holistic approach and, it, and then the, the, the dots kind of align after that uh, so it, it's just constant work um again limiting my social media uh, negativity on my social media like if toxic people i try, try and avoid them if i can yeah. it's not easy because no. some people like they're close to you and you may you well have to work with them Could be toxic yeah um, you just have to kind of limit your time around them so that's all those tools kind of give me me generally very very positive attitude and ready to attack each
0: day. Brilliant. And just following on from that, I remember you were talking to me recently about you know you're you're back into football and you're really um you're in, you're in, you know super shape and you're back in, and you know there could be a time where you didn't get the nod the last week or the last day I was and was it the other night and you you played and you scored and you were buzzing and you were talking about visualization and how you had thought about what was going to happen before the game and it turned out to be can you just can you just kind of develop that and and talk about that and also how powerful like i remember seeing a documentary on ronaldo and i know you're a big fan uh he's some machine like I, and then like i'll be a Liverpool fan but i just admire just I'm, I'm not one of those people who kind of hate you know i admire and like i was a major a mad fan as paul Scholes and players like that in, in the day as well just because they just the way he played the game so but Ronaldo's just uh and he his documentary talked a lot about visualization like he's he's in his mind he's pinging balls um he's finding the corner of the nets you know he's doing that before he even steps on the pitch uh talk us through that and what how how powerful you feel that
1: yeah i don't know it's it's like i'm getting more and more in, in line with myself and like even people that i meet even along the way yesterday it was like i was thinking about people and like they pop into your life whatever it is it's just like I have that kind of stick sense, almost like, you know, I could think, be thinking Michael there, and next thing you pop out, and I could walk for a walk there, and i meet you. Yeah, so it's the yeah. same with kind of sport, like, it always happened that way, but I think if you just kind of visualise positive experiences happening, and, you know, picture yourself cool and calm on the pitch, and and uh, doing your own visualisation before and visualising the pitch and the jerseys you're wearing. I think Wayne Rooney was a big fan of that. And, like, it doesn't always filter out like that, but there's a fair possibility
0: like that it will, you know? Yeah. Because um, there's going to be a point if like I used to, when I was playing, I used to say it could have been, okay, I'm going to get, if the ball lands, if I get the ball in this position, I'm going to drag it, do a canoe drag to my left. I'm going to strike him. You know, and sometimes that the, it might, as you said, it might not align that day, but there will be a point if you practice and visualize enough that, that you'll be in that position on the pitch. And I've done it a couple of times and I ended up scoring from it. And it was just something that I had. Uh, and, you know, and what you, uh, you know, what what you what you think and focus on. Um and like you, there's times where I say, like, I need to I need to really I need to talk to that person. I haven't spoken in a while and they'll send me a text or do you know it's it's mad when you actually put it out there to universe, I think.
1: Oh, it's insane, like I can't get over it like like some of the like some of the people I met just along the way, even my journey down there, I met people that I was kinda of thinking about, like which is pure random because mm-hmm. I stopped in the shop and stuff like that, like and had conversations that kind of I've had before in my head, which is a bit mad, like but uh mm-hmm. Do you like do, it doesn't
0: do you find so jumping? jump in that do you find as you've got an older uh, what are you is it? You're He's you still early early thirties, are eh? you?
1: Thirty four uh Wednesday week you're on Bastille Day. You're a young French.
0: Man. A young a young buck. But have you found as you get into your thirties compared to your twenties? Like I found like you know, I feel i like am in better shape now um, than I've been in, in a long time. I think I played for, my body type is obviously very tall and slim and and I played football for a long time, but now in the last couple of, you know, year or two, I've kind of focused in on training a bit more, built a bit of lean muscle um, and, you know, back kind of rowing and I'm doing new stuff as well and I find I'm quite a lot happier now. And do you find it also comes with maturity and, um, but also knowing yourself a bit more um, than you did, say, 10 years ago?
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm in completely different shape than I was at, uh 23 to 33 like you know kind was, of mentally as well I, yeah oh, oh completely different mentally like i should have a few demons right to start out like we all have those a yeah. bit of fire was in the in, uh, or the, in the weekends game but uh well but, like, know definitely i'm a completely different uh person my my overall outlook like i wasn't always like as, as positive and optimistic like it's just to your environment as well my wife is a big in uh, input in that. She's just a very, very positive person, yeah. the most positive person I know, and it definitely rubbed off on me. Like,
0: yeah. Um, and do you find when you were, as you said, because uh, you've invested in yourself, in learning, in education, in in you know what what is it that's kind of changed over those years from more, uh, more awareness? Very, maybe
1: it's very kind of kind of finding what what's working for me, as I said earlier, like the. The environment I surround myself in, like I had a kind of always, looking back, I always had a sense of people that weren't right to be around, yeah. So I just kind of cut ties with them. So anyone like that was kind of say dragging you into the pubs or just for example, or I kind of had a sick sense about people that just not right for me. I didn't feel comfortable, uh, I wasn't comfortable with my own skin around them, so I used to kind of limit that. Um, I started reading more, you know, in school, like never really read, yeah. I just started picking up audio books, reading cons- consistently. And I, now I even started a small, bit of, a small bit of meditation, which I thought I'd never do, like breathing exercises yeah. and, and mindfulness. But like, I am actually, looking back, now I am a quite mindful person. I can like, kind of see you know, the trees around me. Say if I'm playing again, you know, I like, Port is beautiful, uh, where you know you, you were there last weekend yourself. Yeah. The lovely area, and our pitch is quite picturesque. And I often, in breaks and play and training, I'd often look up around the mountains and the surroundings. And I grew up right next to the pitch, but I'd often, Jesus here and today. I take everything in. Yeah, it's amazing so. when you
0: look up. Sometimes you notice some. You know, it's amazing. Like, and as you said, I spent a weekend in South Kerry last last weekend, and it's stunning. Um, and I had a really mindful weekend then You know, and I, I think as I've got got an older, I think that's again, it's that mindfulness. It's it's knowing myself and knowing where i where I want to go a bit more. Not knowing, you know, I think we're all we're both similar in ways that we you know we we, we're empathetic we want to help people we want to see people progress and change not just physically but we're we're both on the mental side as well and the power of that and we've been in the game a long time so it's kind of like the experience of that but that's why it keeps us you know in the game and sometimes we might be like oh i think we've both been there like oh jesus you know you know what's going on what am i doing and then it's like you get this like i probably had a bit of a uh when was that down said so down enough day and I was like do you know and, and then all of a sudden I got a text from one of my mum saying oh uh, just want to thank you don't realize how much that you and the gym has meant to me over the last two or three years you know because there she's now the second baby kind of um and that was from somebody who's not from the town and she's made friends through it so and that was like wow do you know I gave me a massive lift and it's like look that's why you know I'm still in still in the game do you know um so uh, do you find that, you, you know, uh, that reward as well from from seeing your, you know, I'm sure you do, your clients and the and the transformation, but uh, and not just physically, but when they when they get control of their lives maybe a bit more?
1: Oh, it's amazing. Like, there's so much to, like, I think Alistair McCaw there is really good online to follow. He's B champion-minded. You know, I'm always tagging yes, him in yes, stories, yes. and his books are so motivated, but he said even about personal trainers and stuff, like, I, I realized that early on, like, early on like I wasn't the most qualified when I first got into the game but now I've got all the course but I, I was always getting clients because I think it was my energy and that's what he said and that's probably saying for yourself people would buy not that they buy but they it's about your personality and how you make them feel like as opposed to the, the state-of-the-art exercise and this and yeah. that like they they invest in you like your personality that's why I think it's important for yeah. us to know anyone who's involved in the service industry like
0: yeah no 100% and they're buying into it, uh they're buying into like an emotion, do you know. They're buying into an attachment. They're buying into how you make them feel for that hour, do you know. Yeah, and exactly. like, you're like me. You want to make that hour the best of their day. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it might not be <laughs> be the best part of their day, but you you want it. That's how you provide the service. And we are service providers. And you see a lot of people just, you know, and, and you so sort of see a lot of trainers, a lot of online stuff, and. It is, it's, it's for the aesthetic or it's, yes. they don't have the personality. It's kind of like you're more than like a number and they just, you know, I know you and, and you, you, you're, you know, on the WhatsApp and you're constantly giving them reassurance and you're giving them praise and, you know, you, you're you involved in, you know, the, the process rather than being, you know, you find a lot of cold trainers then where people don't warm to and they're not going to come back to. So that's what I found over the course of, if, like other people who are still with me four years, the gym, we celebrate our fourth anniversary there the last day. Um, and, uh, I have people still with me for four years and they're still, you know, going to classes. They love the atmosphere. They've missed it since we've been closed. And that's what, I, that was, that was basically one of the, re- that's the reason I opened it. Like really one of the big reasons was to create that community and create that place where people could meet and socialize and also, you know, get the mind and body fit. So, um, I think you've got the same ethos there, haven't you?
1: Oh, definitely like, like I'm pure uh, customer focused over transaction yeah. focused and uh you're you you that's why we get along so well, you're very like that as well of course we need to make a living but like the at the the ultimate goal of the day is just uh, fulfillment for yourself and your clients
0: like yeah and and what i live by and i kind of said it for for years and i said it on a few podcasts like you know yes obviously it's a business you have bills to pay but the more what i find the more people that i help the financial side will come back to me do you know what i mean so yeah. it's all about what you you know you know yourself you're giving um and you know there is a cycle there and you know you know i i'd like you say forget about consultations and free and this and that and you know and sometimes you're like look you know um and you're giving out not to receive but you're just because you want to help people and then the, the 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 income the financial side will work itself out um the more people you can help the the you know the more your business is going to grow do you know
1: like my, like my, we went for a walk there and a coffee there not so long ago. And I met an online client who did the program. He he would completed like weeks later, and I said, "You, I don't think you even paid, man. I you didn't, I didn't even bat an eyelid." Next thing, I got a message: all oh, the money's gone into your account. Like a few weeks later, that's how. Like some people say it's a bad method of business, but look, I always just I I trust the process thing when you're putting it out, it'll eventually come back yeah. to you.
0: No, it's funny uh, you say. Like I've had a few clients like. I'm sure my is up, or uh, I think I've done my ten session. I'll be like, "Oh, have you?" <laughs> do you know, and they're they're like, "Well, we we, we know you're not you're not money driven, Michael." And I'll be like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." But they'll they they they, as you said, they're they're good people. They're honest. They'll, they'll pay like you know. I know I know I need to be a bit better on that, <laughs> but uh, it's it's not. It's more about okay, let's let's create, let's provide the service, and and then look. The, the, you know, you'll get that back, as you said. Um, but like. In regards to you know you're an online trainer and you and you're a face to face trainer as well. Yes. What would be the what would be the most common thing people come to you for? Um, you know, is there a common trend or people want to um, lose this, lose that? Do you find a lot of people come to you with the expectation of you know quick results or they want this done or do they do they understand the process or uh, is it a bit of both?
1: A bit of both, model, like there's people who are very realistic and there's others who want kind of miracles in eight weeks. So you've you've right all a mix of both, like yeah. what I can do is just try and do my best in a safe possible manner. Like I wouldn't be a fella stars people. I Meanwhile, early on I was a bit clueless, I was probably cutting calories low, but I, I kind of feed the body well, people training performance, I look at everything, try and get people just eating healthier, sleeping better, relaxed, you know, being more stress less stress oriented. And then you have people who just want want a six pack in six weeks, which is impossible, depending on where you are, of course. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Um, so it's, it's it's a right mix across the board, but I'm I'm well used of, of both sides of the spectrum so I can I yeah. can manage it.
0: And in regards to habit creation, we we talked about this a little bit before, but how what would you if someone was literally, you know, not a great diet, very you know you know, fitness levels not great you know, what would be your first kind of couple of tips for them just to get a handle on their nutrition um, uh, before they even sort of started the training process? But uh, what, what would be your sort of little kind of couple of tips that they can do that's, that's not too, you know, too t- too tough, but at the same time it's getting them started on the road?
1: Yeah, so the first like, I, for example, I a lady now who started me last week and she was big into her cans of Red Bull. And she was like, oh, two days in, I just texted her, how are you getting on? She was like, Jeez, I'm having syrup draws with the Red Bull. I said, just have a Red Bull Zero. And she would delight herself. That's yeah. one habit. That's saving you probably 200 calories a day. Yeah. Uh, over the week, that's 1,400 calories. And then she wasn't having water early in the day. So she would have all her water, maybe maybe two glasses a day around her lunchtime. So I was her to have water first thing in the morning. And same for everyone else. And then just being mindful of your step count in the day. they are three things straight away off the bat. Say if you love your sugary drinks, go from a Red beer to a zero. Drink more water, and then just start moving if you can. And, you know, be yeah. basic
0: things they can do literally straight away. That's the thing; they easy things yeah. to. Do. Um, I think the liquid calories are massive. Like I think, and it, as you said, weaning people off who are really addicted to sort of Coke or Red Bull to go to a Coke Zeroes and it is as you said a big. It's a step like in the right direction. You're still getting that sort of psychological. Okay, I'm having a can or something, but it's minus yeah. 200 calories as you said so that's that's good um and you know the your you one of your your favorites the the sparkling water with the dash like you know of the the, the cordial yeah. that i said that to someone actually the last day because that's the, someone who's trying to give up aid, and i said look it's going to taste like you're having a, 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 a drink but it's it's actually probably nicer <laughs> it's
1: nicer yeah yeah so you yeah. can get them sugar-free red balls and a bit of sparkling water and even if it's if it's cold out of a fridge. Like we've a vending machine in Europe there and I'm probably spending one there, but I just can't help the habit of just having a sparkling water after my dinner and it's just, oh, just heaven, like in the dash of my waddy Yeah. Small things
0: keep us going. Yeah, I went to um I went to a conference years ago now. I was in the Brandon Hotel in Tralee and um there was the lady there who ran the wellness program at Apple in Cork. Um she yeah. it was really interesting and she was talking about um uh what they do to create a healthier atmosphere at work, and mention the vending machines just triggered my memory there because they used to have a, a vending machine. It used to be a good side and a bad side, yeah. And if you picked stuff from the good side, you got a token to go towards some kind of a gift or a prize or something. I thought that was a really good idea, and they right. had like No Chip Wednesday, and then they had these sort of um, adventure things at the weekends, and obviously they had all their in-house classes and stuff, but. They invest so much into their workforce. I think. Do you think? You know. I think we're kind of maybe quite far behind sometimes in, in that because you think it would be logical. You know, a healthy, a healthy mind and body for a uh, a person who's working will will therefore increase your productivity. You would think, but I just found it interesting. As a vending machine, it's like uh, okay, you, you'll get a bit of a reward if you uh, if you go on the good side, which should be good, and again, it'll start to build a better habits. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, no, that's very good. That's 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 cast now. Okay. I'd have a lot of talking so 'cause I always go for something yeah. I'd often go for my Coke Zero as well, like yeah,
0: so do
1: Ronaldo so turned me, me off Coke Zero for about two weeks and I was like, Ah, Cristiano's not up at six o'clock in the morning there <laughs> trying to make a living. I, I never called zero any day i actually said i actually crossed the vending machine last night i was wrecked with a game and i had to go into work i was like fuck it Ronaldo
0: man i need my zero don't judge like yeah no i uh, don't I'd I'd, I'd I'd get a grab a coke zero now and again for sure um just a quick one i suppose following on um you know i class you as kind of you a leader like you're you obviously manage a team as well at work and you know, you manage a team of, you know, you're working with the, the hurlers, aren't you? The, is it the Kerry yeah. Miners, is it?
1: Kerry Miner hurlers, yeah. I never thought I'd see myself in a hurling squad, but it's actually a really enjoyable process. And we are playing Tipperary in the Munster Championship, uh, the 14th of July my birthday, at 7.30. So it's Brilliant. exciting because we started in January there at Zoom, and then we got them on the pitch. So it's, it's been full on, but it's, definitely it's outside my comfort zone. And, uh, you know, it yeah. make me think outside the box.
0: And just following on from that, where what was kind of the difference? I know you worked with, um, Kerry as well, uh, um, you know, the Kerry j- Juniors as well, didn't you? And and you've worked, yeah, you're in sort of the Kerry sort of coaching sort of setup as with a panel like of yeah. coaches, you know, and working with underage developments. What's the difference between sort of you know the SNC for footballers ballers and for hurlers, just out of just just out of interest,ler? Like?
1: See hurling, I I noticed in the first night I was like doing the warm up and I was kind of used to my football arms. And next thing I was like, they I I noticed the, the hurlers had their slitters and I the, their hurls in the hand the whole time. Like for the warm up, was like they wouldn't let them go. So I was like, okay. So I, there was certain exercises I couldn't do. But I suppose a primary difference is like hurling is a lot of acceleration based, so it's a lot of like sharp sharp movements over 10-20 meters. So it was not by me going running them up and down the field because yeah. in hurling like they're they're running sharp and changing direction a lot of. Uh, Change of direction and agility work. I've been working on with them um, the last few weeks, and I suppose football is the the runs are small bit longer. Yeah, depends on on your position. Um, The hurling's a lot more stop-start and change of direction. I think speed is 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 a key component. It is in both, like with
0: more so in hurling. It's such a fast game, isn't it? It And it is. Your hand-eye and your kind of reaction speed is is that little bit quicker, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely
1: vital. Like, you have to have your reaction speed. And the skill level is probably a bit higher in hurling as well. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. football the a skill game, but, like, you can on the hand and the eye. Um, uh,
0: no, I love watching the game. Like, uh, I just find it fascinating how they can pick a ball out of the air being, like, hit with a slip, like, a, a hurl, and they just, like, kind of can pick it out and then ping it over from 50, 60 yards. You know, it's crazy.
1: It's crazy. And just to see these young lads, we would have them in the line in the wall, say, about 20, 20 yards apart, and they're just bang, forward, back, catch, go, catch, go. And it's just, it's relentless, like, but it's brilliant to watch.
0: Yeah. And do you feel kind of curling, obviously, is, Kerry wouldn't have been the biggest hurling. Is is that coming Coming of age? Is coming? getting bigger? I think
1: so. Like, in fairness to Jason McGann, who's the head of, of performance in in Kerry, like, he's putting a, an effort into, like, he's the senior S&C, and you can see the difference they have, like, how physically they are this year. He's putting in great grassroots for all uh, development spots in Kerry, both hurling and football. And I think... Um, like, I'm from Sokerry, and all the hoarders are north, and there's there's actually Killarney, Dr. Post, and Tralee Parnells have come along as well. But, like, there's no hoarding in Sokerry, but I'm, I'm very passionate about it. Like, i be checking the score, the seniors of, of league games. Um, It's definitely uh, one that's, you know, it, it's on
0: the up for sure. Yeah. Um, no, that's exciting. As I said, it's good to get that, that you know, get experience working with uh, different sport Um. Again, at, at an inter-county level, which is brilliant for the for your growing, uh, growing uh, curriculum vitae. <laughs> Have
1: to keep that going. It's all about experience, though. Everything I've done, like yeah. for any young S&C coach, young personal trainer, like I'm very. Uh, even with the Europe, when we got we got together, I'm very jump into the deep end and learn how to swim. That's how I've learned learned by doing. Yeah. and I've gone back after and like I had obviously qualifications but I've done a lot more courses since but like i I've, I've breezed through a lot of them because I've seen it in person so I'm yeah. blessed in that way but that's kind of the way I'm a kind of that learner I have to learn by doing like
0: yeah I mean it's like it's like when I started rowing as if to give an, an analogy it's it was brand new to me fish out of water but I was on the, in the water not quite in the water yet I't falling in but <laughs> uh but it was like a totally different motor skill um that i'd never literally ever tried before and you can't replicate that outside you can go on an erg but like I'm, I'm talking about the oars two oars and stuff so it was a totally outside comfort zone but you can only learn on the job but uh i'm loving it now after a few weeks i was kind of frustrated after the first one and uh and uh my girlfriend was like you've only been in the boat once in your life Do you know relax you know the competitiveness comes out and you go like, i yeah. can't get it i can't get it but she's like yeah. look relax it kind of takes people months to kind of get it but uh um i'm getting there but it's just uh you know as i said it's, it's getting in and saying yeah i'd love to do that and working it out as you go along that's what we're kind of trying to say and um you know to trust yourself which you can trust your ability as a coach and i, I know that from knowing you for years um that you, you've got the skills um to transfer um over to um you know a, a different sport and, and succeed um what's kind of kind of irks me over the last while and you see it a lot we've been bombarded with adverts about you know do this and look younger and anti-aging cream and you know people have this you know huge fear of um get, you know getting older and and blah blah blah. and i saw a quote i think brendan keely the the former podcast guest as well and also a uh, kerry goalkeeper well he was he's still in the panel now isn't he but he said he put up a great one about um you know we do, don't worry about getting old get worry about thinking old and I found that really powerful because if you start thinking old, you're going to start to feel it. And it's, and we are oh, yeah. what we think and you know that yourself. So, um, you know, if find is this, you know, use this machine or do this and you're going to like nobody's going to get out of this alive. Like, you know, you know <laughs> at the end of the day. But like I find like I turned 41 there recently and I feel like as good a shape as I've ever been. And you were telling me yeah. the last day you were hopping like you were. And you're in you're in sick shape yourself, like I can see. So, um, you know, it, and it's like you know, if you move the body, if you if you you know eat well and you look after yourself, you know, you've got longevity there. Like, what's your view on that?
1: Oh my God, I think, like there is a. Uh, I suppose age age is a, only a number. There's uh, people would argue with you, but you have to look after yourself. They're like we both train with Andy Andrew for sure and look, he's. Yeah.
0: I have to I get, him on, the, age. Have to get did- him on the pod soon.
1: Brilliant. Oh, he said, even, yeah, definitely one recommendation, but he's pushing that, that, your own age group and, uh, late thirties. And like, he's as flexible and young looking, like mm. he said himself, like he feels like it, he's a 29 year old, you know, yeah. and, and mindset. And it's all how you live your life. Um, so if you, if you send me, you know, you're getting all that, like I'll probably have football soon because of location and stuff like that. But I know my body can go on for years yeah, because yeah. of the S and C background, because the way I, look, I can look after myself and it's, I, think, I feel every year I'm getting like cuter, more and more advantageous I finding more about s about mobility
0: yeah
1: like uh, no I think age is only a number and you just have to start looking after yourself and you can only take care of your, your own body it's the only place you have to live so take care of it and that's something in your control what goes into your body uh, the people you surround yourself with how you fuel your body how you live your life how you deal with stress yeah all things in your control, you know, yeah. we can't control the weather, we can't control COVID-19 pandemic, we control our, our body, our mindset, and how we choose to live our lives.
0: Yeah, no, that's brilliant, love that, love that. Um, if you were to kind of give just one bit of advice to somebody who, uh, um, you know, is, is wants to be successful in life, but maybe either fear, or something's pulling them back, or they don't want to change, and they, they, they feel like they can't, um, do something, even though as you as you've you've you know you've um, you've done and I've done you know kind of pushing those boundaries and taking the jump. It took a while, but like making a yeah. leap. What would you give advice to someone who, who's kind of stuck?
1: There was a great saying. I know it was a Jimi Hendrix or someone. Don't die with music inside you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So like it, it's it's true. Like as you you've read that book, Five Regrets of the Dying, Bonnie Wayne, yeah, and like brilliant. you know, fantastic book. With like very, mindset. And like you,
0: yeah. Very kind of. Make you think, kind of thing, and, and uh, really powerful, yeah.
1: Brilliant, yeah. So, just don't die with music inside you. Like, you don't want to be just living a life full of regret, a life of what ifs. Like, yeah. you know, we know now how fast life can change. COVID 19 came upon us. Like, I came back from America after my friend's wedding last year. Two weeks later, we were shut down and off work for about five five months, mm-hmm. you know. We just don't know what's around the corner. Oh, like, and oh. I think being, being more mindful and more present, I'm going to be a lot more mindful. Like way I'm mad for goals and long-term goals, but like, I'm very, and I am doing my best. And even the last couple of weeks, I know myself. I'm very uh, living in the moment.
0: Kind of winning the day. As much as I can.
1: Anything. Win the moment in front of your face. Paul O'Connell said, Joe Schmidt clouded into them. Win the moment in front of your face. And it's something I'm using for my sport in life in general. Like you're not always going to be perfect. And there would be like, to, it's like, you have mad moments and flashes yeah. and red mist and anger, but like if you can just win that moment in front of your face, yeah. just take uh, it'll make a big I difference.
0: Think, yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. Huh? The the Mel Rodgers. yeah Yeah,
1: that's that's brilliant. Five, four, three, two, one. Another one was from the Stoics, Ryan Holiday. Yeah. they recite the alphabet, A to Z. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, that's a good one. But I think it was Les Brown. I remember. I think it was Les or Pat Fal. I think it could have been Les. But he said like um, Pat might have mentioned on the, on one of his podcasts was. Uh, you know make sure you 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 die empty you know don't yep. die don't die full of full of dreams and full of things that you wish and you had done i found that really powerful like to you know die empty when you know you can look back and say actually i had a good crack at that and uh, i have no regrets well we're gonna obviously there's be maybe a touch of regret from certain things but like you know yeah. you, you you do you want to you want to get to the end and say like like you know jerry would say you know, I, I I I've done as much as I can. I was a good person. I, I chased the dreams and look, sometimes you might not achieve them, but you had to go with them anyways and you might have ended up on a different path and now, you know, and be successful at that. So it's amazing what can what can be around the corner like.
1: Yeah, what's what they always say what what's far you want past you, like and that's a good old good old saying.
0: Yeah. Um we'll we'll wrap it up and now you have to shoot. So last question there. What would you um what would you give as a recommendation, maybe of a book or a podcast or an order that you've listened to or read recently that uh, you could give the listeners as a, as as a really good tool to um, to 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 kind of get 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 some sort of ideas from or get some some um, some nuggets from?
1: Yeah, so um, there's a book there from Zach George. He was it's a very very inspiring story. I know if you read it, might start where other stuff.
0: And, oh, he's uh, the crossfit he, guy, is he?
1: Yeah, yeah, a lovely guy as well. He's always very approachable online, and there's like PDFs with it. Like, it's very, very inspiring story. Like how he went from like nearly a really heavy teenager to the fittest man in Britain. Like, if you just start world to stuff, that's a very good audio book. Okay. Uh, I probably end up buying it and reading as well because I like books where you can write by night. Um, Dory Hussey's book is quite good. I just started that actually recently. Yeah the last few nights saw so, Jory's book Awaken the Power Within we're a big Jory fans myself and yourself yeah. uh, there's two and then I did uh, Be the Best You Can Be in Your Sport It's the book you picked up for me in Sheehan's Centra back in the oh, day yeah, yeah, yeah. during the lockdown when the couriers wouldn't come out my way uh, that's from by Paul Kilgallen that's a very good book Be the Best You Can Be in Your Sport and it's got like the Galway footballer like Liam Silk uh, there's Henry Shepton has parts in it Kieran Donaghy and like how you can be the best of your sport but the stuff for life as well that's a really good book
0: yeah
1: um yeah and then of course mike we cannot forget the high performance podcast it's nearly part of our our breakfast
0: at this stage dreams yeah i listened to the the gym Shark co1 uh ben francis today yeah uh, but no that's that's cold Every, everyone like
1: every Monday, Wednesday, and they, they went Monday and Friday, like every episode is just like,
0: there's nuggets in there. And yeah. I, I, they, I really like the Daniel Sturridge one. Brilliant. Blew like, my, blew like my mind, like, cause it, he, he's, he's really had a, a reflection and he's really invested in psychology and, and uh, therapy and kind of working in himself back. But I, I didn't know that side of him and it was really powerful. Like,
1: that's like, I'd see Daniel Sturridge all oh, man City liverpool yeah, yeah, and, like yeah. he's, it's just cocky. He's, he's all dances for a celebration. And like, completely different uh, view yeah. of him now like
0: yes, yeah, so it's a good way to wake up call about judgment like you know already and kinda of hope I just want him to see, you know be able to succeed and kinda of get get back playing because it sounds like he said he's in the best shape he's, he's ever been like you know what I mean?
1: Brilliant like and if if, if I was uh, going after high performance for signing players from Man United, I'd have Solskjaer's manager because he was on it, I'd have Castro Michael and yeah, yeah. Brand Henley, Tyrone Mings. And like the funny thing about it for an Irish man to say this. Hard to me wouldn't mind seeing England win it because of Gareth Southgate's okay, mindset, but yeah. of course it would be hard to watch them and know, listen. Yeah, up, but yeah. like,
0: no, I, I agree. Like I he, I found his podcast brilliant. Gareth Southgate and the way he he is a leader, and you know this that, and he, he sticks to his 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 vision, and he he knows his group, and like he doesn't get swayed by outside media. And they, they always, especially in the English media, they try and they're cutting them to to the hilt then about their selection, but he he knows a lot more than they do and a lot more about his team and they they seem like such a cohesive group now don't they they seem like they're all you know people lads who aren't even you know they might not be getting on or they you know yeah they're just together as a unit and they're working together and yeah i, I think that you know they're, they're they're going to be hard to hard to beat like
1: it's looking that way although you wouldn't back in italy as well they seem to have that that mancini of have yeah, read a bit about him that. as well his management is really good. He's thorough and they seem to be really together. So, yeah, it'd be interesting like,
0: to see Kane versus the Italian defenders now, Benucci and Killing. Yeah, see,
1: that's that's what we talked about age earlier. They're they're all leds like in the puff as yeah, nails. they every like. trick
0: in the book, those guys, and they're solid and just defenders. Like, they see them celebrating the, 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 the fellow who kind of saved the goal and they were celebrating like they just won the, you know, scored a goal or won the game, do you know?
1: Brilliant. Defending is an hour. So hope, look, if it is to be Italy and England, it'll be very interesting and, the yep. we'll big group next on the night
0: lovely man i know you have to shoot but i really appreciate you coming on really enjoyed that chat yeah. and we got a bit deeper there and we got into a few different um areas which is really good so yeah just acknowledge you and appreciate you and your friendship and i said you're in my inner circle and uh i appreciate that and uh you know we help each other out and that and that's what it's all about so um continue success man i know you're gonna you're gonna succeed in everything you do so and uh I'll be uh I'll be there to 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 cheer you on. So congratulations. You'll be there. To, you poor man. You'll be your ears be burnt off you
1: <laughs> <laughs> from, all, from all the voice notes. But uh, no, it's great coming on. I, I love I love these chats. Like um, I hope someone takes something from it, even if it's a book recommendation, maybe even if it's the thing about water, setting their minds up for the day. When a man like me starts meditating, you know something <laughs> the world has gone wrong. Like and I was the Paul with... McGee
0: is on is on the mat. He's meditating. Has to be done. I tell
1: you, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, but nice no, it's brilliant man appreciate it and uh I'll uh we'll catch up for a coffee soon perfect thanks Mike alright man take care so guys that is a wrap for uh EDF part 3 um brilliant podcast there great individual great human being just loves to help people and um as I said earlier on you i know, just been around uh around him lifts, lifts my mood and uh I'm sure all his followers, um, his few thousand followers, are the same. And uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, hope you did too. If you did, uh, tag, share, like, um, give a go on to Apple Podcasts, search "Lean Into Life," um, give it a bit of a, a rating. Um, would love you to do that. Uh, tag um, the podcast, put it up on your story. Tag the tag Studio Seven, and um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get this out there. Uh, really enjoyed it. And uh, I will talk to you next time on the Lean Into Life podcast. Mind yourself, guys. Talk to you soon.